All the talk, all the time. This is TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. Boy, we had fun last hour, didn't we? Yeah, that was really something. We uh, spent the hour talking about a number of storms that have uh, hit, or earthquakes, or whatever that have hit Earth, and uh, Earth, what Earth events, natural Earth events, and what the underlying cause and reason of them is in terms of a group lesson going on for the people of the area. We also have opened the phone lines and invited people if they would like to call in with a problem going on in their life that we'll do a brief reading for them to help them get on the right track. And uh, for calling in today, you get a free Wisdom Toning Series CD. They're great CDs. Uh, The number is 1-800-336-2225, 1-800-336-2225. We welcome your calls. So we're going to carry on with the same one, and the next one is October 8th of 2005, a magnitude 7.6 earthquake in Pakistan killed 40,000 people. It was the most devastating earthquake following Edgar Cayce's passing. That was in 1976. Well, he lived that long? No, well, uh, no, he lived, he died in uh, 45. 45, okay, yep, yeah. Okay, um, why this happened? People. So this is Pakistan's earthquake. People massively focused in the wrong direction. And the proclamation to them is get real, get in touch, refocus a right, get off of it, focus on what really matters. So they were focused on some whole thing that really didn't have a, you know, could be even like a global warming thing that people are going... CO2 stuff, and here we see the magnetic core in our consciousness, and the solar thing has so much more to do with it. Keep taking a shot at global warming, idiocy again. Uh, you know, I want to make a comment about earthquakes. Having been in a pretty significant earthquake ourselves in the last couple of years, I'll tell you something that an earthquake does is it shakes up your foundation. You simply, <laughs> you simply do not know what you can trust for a while. Well, Animals go through it too. Yeah, we see people after an earthquake like what we had, and they go around and they're they're in a surreal days. Days. And I was in one for a week. Yeah, and it's just uh, they're just messed up. You know, our cat Binkers who lived through that earthquake, causing you know. You know, we got minerals all over there, all over our house. We are a mineral. Crystals and minerals. Yeah, we are mineral addicted is what we are. They really help us. Yes, they do. And they were falling off the shelves. And, you know, I mean, you don't know what you can really trust. Right. And he sat right outside the screen door looking at me, and this is what he said. Mom, I don't know if I can trust it in there. Things are falling all over the place. It's not safe for a little guy like me. You know, clear as a bell. That's what very, very well-adjusted cat, but he was afraid to come in yeah. for about a week. So the point is, is with you know, given what Keith said about this earthquake in Pakistan, like you guys are focused in the wrong direction. There's nothing like an earthquake to shake you up and go, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't be thinking. We're and taking wh- things for granted, like we take the earth and, and everything for granted. And, and whether you're conscious about this effect or not, or conscious about. Uh, the purpose behind the event 
or not, it's still going to have its desired effect. Here's the deal. The more conscious you are, the more you can go, the more aware you are, the more you can go after the core issue and change it more rapidly. Much of the point we make here on Mastering Ourselves is the more conscious you get about what's going on in your life and the lessons, the more you can consciously work on them every single day and move that part of yourself instead of just getting bumped in the night over and over and over and over again wondering why does this keep happening to me. Yeah. Okay, so that's Pakistan. And do you have any idea what the consciousness was that they were trying to shift or just that? I, that? I didn't get that. Okay, good. So the next one was the uh, Tang Shan event on eight, um, in China where uh, something like 655,000 people died in that magnitude 8 earthquake. Yes. So what I got when I tuned into them is a new... This is 1976. A new and much better way was offered uh, somehow. And they at, they had a last chance to go a better path, and they rejected it. So they rejected a path like, let's say, a charismatic leader, a charismatic enlightened leader, or an enlightened uh, information got everywhere, and they rejected it. And because they rejected it, and it was their chance to go the next step, and if they didn't go the next step, they get a wake-up call, which means a drastic earthquake to shake them up and say, you guys had the chance, this was the path you were supposed to follow, and by mass you rejected it, so we're going to reject you temporarily, and maybe that will jar you, so next time a great opportunity, a higher consciousness comes to you, you'll grab it. And that's what happened, 1976, Tangshan, China, 8.0 8.0 earthquake. Pig-headed isn't always better. Sometimes we need to reconsider where we're getting pig-headed. Everybody needs to do that. Yeah, wherever we are. Sometimes people think, well, I'm skeptical and that's like a badge they wear instead of like, well, maybe I should reassess everything on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Healthy skepticism. Yeah. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in for a brief reading about a question that you have going on in your life, uh, you can do so at 1-800-336-2225. Those that call in and ask a question will get a free Wisdom Toning Series CD uh, done by Keith and the guides, and they're fantastic. Reviews are coming in very, very good. 1-800-336-2225. So the next one was another earthquake in China, in China the Shangzi. Shangzi. Yeah, that one was Whoa. a long... <laughs> 1556. Yeah, 1556. It was the deadliest known in history with 830,000 people dead. So... When I went into this energy field back then, I experienced tremendous pig-headedness, ruthlessness, hardened and cruel people. If you went there, watch your back. So they had a wipeout, massive earthquake. And you know, 830,000 dead, you usually have twice that many that are just completely messed up and disoriented and their lives are really torn apart, at least for a while, in these kind of massive catastrophes 
You ready for the next one, dear? Yes, ma'am. So the next one was, oh, Iran. Iran, I guess they mm-hmm. say, Iran. In June of 1990, 40 to 50,000 deaths in western Iran. So this was a quake that uh, dislodged a mudslide. Um, and so here's what I read when I went there. Not paying attention. This is what you call remote being. I simply go there and be there and sort of read their minds like telepathy and feel the energy that's there and come back. And sometimes my guides show me different things too. Um, not paying attention, not moving out of the past, not alert and aware, to, uh, the, too ignorant like sheep, and not rising above it, not dealing with life today. So they were just not uh, facing, dealing, looking. Uh, they were sort of like going along. And so, you know, I noticed these mudslides. They just sort of like the, you know, you got a window in the house and, and you put the shade down and lights are out. Thank <laughs> you. You know, um, the people over in the Middle East are certainly living. I don't know. They're 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 lost in in ancient antiquity in their beliefs. A lot of places. Their fights and and what they're all riled up about. And you know what did you say about this? They're supposed to let go of all that old stuff. Yeah, I mean they're not moving out of the past. You know, uh, I they're mean, not paying attention for the clues right now. They're, they're acting not alert. like sheep. So why would God have them on Earth if they're not getting anywhere? You know, the whole point of being on Earth is to evolve. Not to right. hold on to a grudge that's 700 or 1500 years old, and by God, or tradition. St- yeah, we're still gonna go at it. Yeah. You know, you know, I heard this uh, this adult 50 year old woman one day say, "Well, if it was good enough for my grandma, it's good enough for me." You know, we're <laughs> meant to evolve. We're not meant to just hang on to grandma forever. We're right. meant to keep moving on. You know, as much as we can. And in, in Iran and that whole mis- Middle East, they are a bunch of sheep just following the leader without thinking and they're pushing the same arguments that they've been doing all this time yeah yeah okay i've said my time to move out of it and and every now and then we get a wake-up call which everyone gets a chance to go whoa you know maybe i should relook at things okay so next is a magnitude 7.8 earthquake at mount Ooh, how's it current who is current in Peru, 1970, <laughs> yes. 7.8. Uh, it, rock and snow avalanche. And what it's yelling is it, it buried these two towns. And it's saying, shut up. 20,000 dead. Um, one town, let's see, Yung, Yungye. Um, uh, they were tied up and inhibited, you know, like the, uh, they were blaming and it looks like these to- two towns were feudings, and they had like dark shamans. And uh, Rong Raharka, Ron Raharka was the other town, had a superiority complex, and it looks like Ron Raharka was winning. But this was going on for a lot of years. Superiority complex reminds me of Maui sometimes. There's a whole bunch of elitist people there, and they were they were doing shamans to wipe out the other ones and, and really destroy. And finally. The consciousness of Mount Huascaran, Peru, just said, shut up and lights out, buried them in a uh, quake with a rock and snow mudslide that just put out their lights. So this was from a shamanistic based 
argument. It seems like if you went into the towns, they would be sort of normal, but something would be sort of off. And if you dug down, you might get exposed to the uh, the psychic war going on by the shamans. You might have the question of, well, okay, but not everybody was having that problem. So how come everybody got taken out? And here's my response to that. I remember around 911 the amazing stories. Everybody heard them. You all heard them. Of well, there was a guy that uh, was wearing a new pair of shoes, and he got a blister on his foot, and so he stopped at the pharmacy on the way to the Twin Towers to buy band-aids to put on his foot, and that pause saved his life. Huh? Interesting. Then there was the one lady who she was just about out the door and the phone rang and she just thought, geez, I better answer that. She answered the phone and she ended up being just enough late that she missed it. Then there was the guy who uh, he uh, was taking his child to his first day in kindergarten and, you know, he went and it caused him to be a little bit late. Ha, huh, he survived. So you have to understand that, you know, we keep telling you about the insurance policy available to one and all. When you're following your center and you're listening, if you're not meant to be part of that group lesson, you won't be. But you need to do the work in your life today so that you're in your center and you're listening to the clues so that if you're not meant to be in that, you won't be. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in, 1-800-336-2225. Anyone who calls in gets a free Wisdom Toning Series CD. Stay with us. Okay, this is Mastering Ourselves. We're back again. Uh, guess what just happened? Um, it's not Mark Spitz this time. It's a, um, let's see, Michael Phelps. Just won his eighth gold medal at a single Olympic event. You know, a single, single, single Olympics. Isn't that a wonderful thing? You know, back in um, 1983, there was this huge landslide in Thistle, Utah. $400,000 damage. A huge snowpack. When I tuned into it, you know, a couple days ago or whatnot. I saw the this especially one guy, a railroad man, trying to deny guilt. He, he worked uh, equipment for the railroad and that kind of thing. And so I began to realize that this was a man-made catastrophe. And so I looked it up in the Internet and saw that um, there was a railroad oversight. They had done a lot of construction in a chronic mud slippage area, and they undermined this big uh, underground um, moist area and it's just a huge landslide took out the railroad and a whole bunch of area in the Spanish Fork River area. At the same time that was happening, I was working on the railroad about 300 miles away and we had a flash flood in our area and it, it was on our particular track and it, it filled up this culvert. It blocked this culvert. And so basically it made a dam where a dam wasn't meant to be. The water was supposed to go through the culvert. And we got there right about the time when the whole track blew, the culvert. And, you know, we're talking maybe, I don't know, 80 yards uh, high and huge backed-up water. So 
out where on the other side of the tracks was this big valley with this one huge cottonwood tree. The cottonwood tree was about maybe 100 yards from where the culvert was blocked. And big, beautiful cottonwood tree. And so this cottonwood tree, when the, the culvert broke, there was like a tidal wave that went up 10 feet on the cottonwood tree that was uh, about 100 yards away, if you can imagine that amount of water. Before it broke, we were over there, and you know, we, we sort of stood back. We didn't get close to where the weakest area was because we were afraid of something going wrong. And there were rattlesnakes all along the side that the, the flash flood uh, washed up, so we had to really watch our step. So that happened about the same time, and this was a man-made mistake. Uh, they weren't watching their construction on a chronic mud slippage area, and they paid for it. Uh, 1983, Utah. We'll be back shortly. This is Mastering Ourselves, Keith and Charme Amber. Uh, sound answers to life's tough questions. That is the center for that. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts. We'll be back shortly. We are back. We're both back. We had a couple of moments of technical snafus, but we've solved it. Thanks for joining us. Any of you who would be interested in calling in with a question that you're having an issue with today, give us a call, 1-800-336-2225. Anybody who calls in with a question, we're giving out a free wisdom toning series. The reviews are awesome on these. i got to tell you, it's a really good deal. How to avoid the snafus in your life. <laughs> Everybody's got them. Yeah. <laughs> So we're talking about uh, various different uh, earth events. Catastrophes. And what the underlying intent, basically, what is earth trying to say on a group level to the people who are hit by the event? Earth and the guides that oversee the earth. Exactly. So the next one, the largest earthquake this century. Oh, my God. We were in a 6.7, and boy, did we feel it. This was a 9.5. I can't even imagine it. Oh, jeez. The largest earthquake this century was a magnitude 9.5 event that struck Chile on May 22, 1960. Uh, more than 2,000 people were killed. That's probably only because there weren't a lot in the area. It yeah. Was because yeah. No, that's no a, major city. Yeah, that's pretty heavy duty. So tell us about that one. Well, there were people who died in Hawaii, Japan, and the Philippines as a result of this on the uh, whole other side of the Pacific Ocean, Chile. The consciousness that the earthquake was trying to wake up was sedentary, placid consciousness in a rut for a long time, no advancement or evolving, not budging, stuck in old ways, um, a headset, you know, the conscious headset is just rigid mindset, no change. And so that's why this happened. See, now, when I think of earthquake, I think your foundational thinking gets shaken to its core. When I think of, uh, like, a cyclone or a hurricane, I think of, like, a washing and blowing away of and cleansing out. Yeah. You know, it's like they do two different things. Yeah. You know, like a... Uh, um, tornadoes, they seem to like stir things up. 
Well, so do you notice this kind of well, general? Well, there's two. There's a little bit different energy, but an earthquake makes you on a fundamental bone core level not trust what you used to trust because you can't trust yes, the earth. Yes, you re-question everything on a core level. Yes. Yeah. Which you know, obviously, they there's particular areas uh, that these people need to re-question what they're. Thinking. That's right. Yep. So that's why, you know, too many people just stuck in the old. And, you know, God doesn't make us just to stay stuck. God makes us to progress. You know, there's parables about that. You know, one person advanced the the, uh, vineyard a whole bunch. One person kept it even. And one person was scared to take any uh, risks. So he lost money. And, you know, you get rewarded uh, appropriately. We are supposed to advance. So... These people were not doing anything close to that, so they got a huge, scary shaking up. Yes, it it'll, uh, truly does nail you. So then the next one is Alaska here. Yep. The most powerful quake in the U.S. and the second largest in the world this century. Second longest. Oh, okay, it largest? says largest okay, here. Okay, largest and longest. Was a 9.2 trembler in Alaska. We know some people who uh, lived through that. <laughs> and I'll tell you, all these years later, they're still talking about it. It hit on Good Friday in 1964. The ensuing tsunami took 125 lives and cost about $310 million, and that's, of course, in 1964 dollars in property lost. The uh, resulting tsunami wiped out an entire village in faraway Hawaii. So I'm going to take the Hawaii part of that first. Waipio Valley on the big island of Hawaii is about 20 miles from where we live. And it did that to those people in that lovely valley because they would not change from their own ways and get moving. Into, their old ways. Yeah, in, in the 20th century, let's get moving. And they wouldn't do that. They were, I imagine, rigid righteous in the old Hawaiiana kind of thing. And basically, you know, when a whole peoples are wiped out from wars or whatever, it's like either their time of their whole way has stopped and they're going to start a whole new way or they're just not getting it anymore. Well, these people seem to be clearly stuck in old ways and not moving or changing, just righteously, rigidly stuck. As far as Hawaii, you'll be surprised to hear what that was. $310 $310 million damage, which would be about... You mean Alaska? Yeah. I okay. Mean Alaska, I'm sorry. $310 million damages back then, which probably would be uh, $700 million now or more. What I hear it yell, you'll be surprised, is come here. Oh, interesting. We want to get people to move here to develop, like America, to move here more. Come to us. Don't abuse us, but come to us and to our resources that are here for America. Wake up to Alaska. uh, Make homes and resources for America. We want to open this up. We're here. Come here. And we looked on the um, population scale, and it, it had just begun to rise. I think it's double or triple the population of what it was then. But the population had just begun to rise maybe a decade before this. And this was an opening, a beckoning, and a rearrangement of everything to draw America to the Alaskan resources. I was very surprised to see this. I I, I did not, uh, you know, I checked it out several times. I did not 
expected. Expect this, but it was a we're creating an opening for America to basically reasonably flood in here and use our resources, which are here for America. Isn't that something? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Kind of not what the current uh, global warming and energy fanatics... Well, yeah, don't go drill in Anwar or yeah, something. Yeah, right. You know, Anwar is provided so that America can keep going just fine, as well as the Gulf and, and off the coast of the United States. They're not supposed to be hemmed up like that. It's unnatural. It's not what has been designated for America. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Thank you very much for joining us today. We still have time if you'd like to call in, 1-800-336-2225 and get a brief reading. Anybody who calls in gets a free CD of the Wisdom Toning series, Stay Centered in God in the Middle of Chaos. It will help you in your world, 1-800-336-2225. The next one uh, is uh, Mount Pinatubo, the eruption in the Philippines. Is that right? Is that what we're on next? Was it Peru or the Philippines? Um, oh, Philippines, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what we're on. Yeah, June 15, 1991, it blasted about one cubic mile of ash and rock into the atmosphere. That's amazing. One cubic mile. Oh. What you can't, power? You can't, you can't breathe in that stuff. No, it, kills it just you. suffocates. Uh, avalanche of hot ash, gas, and uh, fragments of pumice roared down the mountainside, filling valleys with as much as 600 feet of volcanic debris. Jeez. So this is a natural adjustment for the earth, and it's saying, I'll show you who has the power. Get out of my way. Here I come. Uh, I gotta do what I gotta do. Get out of the way, and they did get out of the way. Virtually nobody was killed. Oh, interesting. So they they listened. They listened. And you know, usually uh, volcanoes will give you a reasonable warning. A little bit warnings. of warning. Yes, they will. Yeah, they will. If you're listening. Yeah. So um, the next one is uh, Nevado del, uh, del Ruiz. Is that the next one yep. you got there? Volcano 1985, Colombia. And it was a massive mud flow, yep. 25,000 dead. Uh, th- what I hear from it is I got the power, here I come. And they could have gotten out of the way too, but they didn't. Jeez, don't you wonder. Yep. Why one one listens and one doesn't. Well, I mean, those are defining moments. Yep. And then that's it. You've made your decision and now you're in trouble. So the next one was Mount St. Helen. Here's another one, 1980 Mount St. Helen. I knew a lady who was flying in a plane from maybe Houston to Seattle on the north, let's see, northeast side of Mount St. Helens when it blew. So everyone's on the plane, you know, you think the plane's going to fall sideways or something, but everyone's on the plane looking out the window going, oh, oh my, my God. God. I bet. And so they got to see the uh, pyrodynamics going on. And it's just amazing. Just amazing force. Uh, very few casualties, and this is because of good karma, relatively good karma on Earth. It's a pure clearing, balancing of mountain ranges. So it, it actually helped, you know, like a chiropractic adjustment of the Sierra Nevada mountains or the Cascade mountains. Uh, chiropractic adjustment 
a pure clearing so you know you can see out of your eyes again or you can uh, function and, and everything feel okay instead of a lot of tension a lot of tension in the mountain range so it was simply a balancing a wholesome balancing isn't that something you know it's really interesting um, my ex-husband and I were living in Portland at the time that that happened and not like like six months after it happened he and I took this Japanese exchange student with us on this little mini vacation and we drove up to see Mount Shasta or Mount St. Helen. Helens and um, it was really something I mean uh, it was still just like devastated devastated blown and over blown over and dead nothing had started regrowing yet there was a car that was there that was just smashed and the japanese student who was like in her late teens or maybe even early 20s she just uh started crying and her english wasn't very good we wondered what what we'd gotten into here and what she was saying, you know, this was like this um, bringing up of all old feelings of the bombs dropped. Oh, wow. And it, because it looked like Devastation. the bombs. Yeah. Yes. And it it was just this spontaneous thing that emerged out of her. Wow. Is Unexpected. To- I mean, we thought, oh, my God, what have we gotten into here? <laughs> you Wrong choice. You can't really understand what she's saying very yeah. well, but we finally kind of understood it. But it was really amazing. And then we went two years later, and here's what was even more amazing. It was like everything was coming back. Everything was starting to oh, grow Oh, that was again. amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, wow. You know, it was like two years. Yeah. But, you know, the difference was dramatic yeah. between right immediately and later. Yeah, completely pretty, dead and starting pretty, to come back. Yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. You know, Earth has such an incredible ability yeah. to heal herself uh, if she... She's given the chance. Can you imagine the, the goodness involved there where virtually nobody was, you know, so few people were killed on such a massive blow. Uh, you know, that that says a lot of good things about the United States right there back then. How about the cameraman who happened to be there with his fast uh, yeah. camera? Got those things. Got, got those pictures that everybody world over mm-hmm. saw. And his friends were saying, come on, come on, we don't have much time. And, of course, they didn't have yep. much time, but they got out, barely. Yep. And uh, those pictures, I mean, how many times did everybody see mm-hmm. those? Same thing. Many, many, many. It's pretty amazing stuff. You've got Katrina next. We did that. Are you going to do that again no, anyway? No. Well, let's do Katrina again, because Katrina is a very good thing to realize. So. I- of course, Katrina, I mean, they, they haven't even adjusted. But, you know, it's kind of interesting. We had a friend of ours that went uh, uh, down to New Orleans, like, I don't know, in the last six months or something to help uh, to help it. To I mean, help it's New still Orleans. A mess. But I'll tell you, she's got a pretty good sense about her, and she went in to help it. And what she said is, you know what, it still has creepy, dark energy she says, it, I didn't. Every turn. Every turn. She says, it was awful down there. The energy is still just as bad. You can't trust the people there. You know, it just is, it's a creepy area to be in. And she was, of course, in the Ninth Ward where they do creepy stuff. And, uh, so, you know, it still hasn't changed. And, you know, people are upset that it hasn't gotten on its feet. But gosh, guys, maybe it's not supposed to. 
Maybe we don't want it back on its feet. Maybe we don't want that Move kind on, of Move on, build cre- on higher grounds. Yeah, we uh, don't want... Redo the thing. We don't want that creepy energy around that's got all these... Uh, uh, what do they have down there? The, the, well, let, the, me, let me read the read on it. Yes. Um, Katrina, this happened deliberately to Katrina. We, we've tracked Katrina out in the ocean, you know, the consciousness of the hurricane developing. And it was going, it was clearly deciding to come and wash up Katrina because Katrina needed a good, you know, wash your mouth out or wash your city out kind of uh Yeah, way, way too loose, way too dirty, too much voodoo, too much sex, too much loose, 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 too much crime, too much crap. Too much uh, lazy, uh, denatured sex, or or, or uh, you know, sex that's <laughs> just you know not right. Uh, so they needed it needed to be washed and, and scrubbed clean because it was such a violation of the most uh, criminal, uh, corrupt place in the United States. Excess laziness, excess immorality, excess crime, excess corruption, excess violence, excess excess indulgence. Excess uh, welfare lifers, excess unfairness, uh, excess excessively degenerate and dysfunctional. So that's what the blessing of Katrina and Rita went. And notice they went to the worst area, Ward 9, twice, twice, twice. To, to scrub it because it was so filthy uh, of a, a wrong vibe consciousness. Did you hear the word Keith just used? Blessing. Katrina was a blessing. It was a blessing to keep clean up a dark hole. And it was. And people were told to get out of there. And if they didn't, they were probably part of the problem. There are no accidents. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. We sure appreciate you joining us tonight. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's very tough questions. And we do this six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We got some more when we come back. We're not even going to get through them all today, are we? No, and we got Pompeii, San Francisco, the Midwest floods, Bangladesh. Yes, we sure. Tornadoes. Yeah, we won't get through all that. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves. We're talking about the lessons behind different earth events. So next one up here is the Midwest flood. Uh, 1993? Yes. So here's what it says. Get more fluid and versatile in thinking and in life. Release old ways more or stuck ways more. Release biases, prejudices. Break out of the mold. Uh, Get a little looser with life. And then the last thing is get the right flow of life going back again. So... You know, I don't know if people are stuck on their farms or stuck in judgments or stuck in an old traditional way, but this is like, come on, let's get, get let's get moving more. Let's get the flow going right, because some flow's not going right. You know, I have a couple of comments of this to make. One of them is, why are we leave, living in flood zones? <laughs> okay, that's my first question. You know, if you're in a flood zone, either uh, protect it or move someplace else. My next question is, these people say, well, this has been in my family for years, and so this would go into your what you're saying is like stuck consciousness. Yep. 
The next con- comment I have is, uh, isn't it true that over in Egypt they used to say that it flooded every year and that made the richest land and so it made the richest That's right. wheat crops, wheat crops yep. and, and whatnot. That's right. And everybody coveted that and wheat. You, you have your best nations built out of the best food from the best minerals. Right. And so what actually made that the best crops was the flood. That's right. So I'm always confused by these things because here you have the Mississippi giving you this gift and everybody complaining about it, like the Mississippi is actually helping to make this land rich, but I guess it doesn't do it on schedule. I guess. It <laughs> well, and, and, uh, you know, a lot of places have been dammed up. So, you know, like the Nile, it got ruined its timetable or like the, um, the uh, river in the um, Grand Canyon, Colorado River, it get, got dammed up a lot of places. So then it, it loses its replenishing of silt on the yes. uh, farmland. You know, uh, humans think that they're pretty smart tamales, and they think that they come up with these, oh, we'll dam the river, and then we'll have control over nature. And I notice that now what's starting to happen is people are realizing 50 years later that maybe they weren't so smart in damming up all these dams and that now they, they're ruining ecostructures. And I always wonder why that humanity thinks it's smarter than nature because I don't think we are. Well, if you ruin the common world and the infrastructure for the big cities and big projects, um, a lot of times you're, you're actually starting to go in reverse and there's things to be said both ways for progress and both ways you know i think with really intelligent caring people we could sort of figure out how to bring the two needs together and honor nature honor the common people and honor uh the big cities and the big projects but i think we need to do it in a humble way well this requires humbleness that's for sure it's you like uh, we saw this movie yesterday about all the small towns being consolidated in the bigger towns around in the schools, and then the small towns get ruined and out of business. Yep. Uh, you know, so it's not near as quaint, and there's not near as good hands-on and taking care of your kids when everyone's shipped way to, you know, 20, 30 miles away to schools. You know, the Titanic was a perfect example of uh, human arrogance. You know, it's the unsinkable God. What you know, talk about taunting God. Well, this is unsinkable. God <laughs> says, "Okay, let's check that out." Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you think you got it covered? Let's see. Well, okay. <laughs> Keep that stamp right up. <laughs> We're going to cover the rest of this next week. We sure appreciate you joining us. Thank you for the two calls that came in. Now, come on. You can do it. Stretch into the greater you. You'll love yourself for it. We love you. See you next week. Bye-bye.